0: And welcome once again to another edition of TSC Music Radio's Music with a Mission, where we take an in-depth view of the artists chosen by God to use their gift to glorify Him, the stories behind their music, and of course, how the Lord has been with them in the process. Our guests are another arm of the worship team of musicians here at TSC, and they are Andrew Hoagland and Yuli Rice. This is Music with a Mission. I'm Derek Davis. Glad to have you back with us. And join me in welcoming our guests this time around a pair of musicians on the worship team of musicians here at Times Square Church. They are Yuli Rice and Andrew Hoagland. Hey, guys. Hey. Hello. Welcome to Music with a Mission. Thank you for having us. Well, you. you're very welcome. You know, when we see you, uh, anybody who has come to Times Square Church and experienced the praise and worship, they have experienced you. Because you guys are in the brass and woodwind section of the team of musicians. Yes. We hear you guys loud and clear every Sunday. Okay. <laughs> 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 well, you know, we do. that's yeah. good stuff, too. Yep. We enjoy you tremendously. We Thanks. want to know, though,
1: about you. So, how did you get here to TSC? Uh, well, I can start. I... I actually moved to New York in 2003 uh and during that time from uh, from Portland Oregon okay. I grew up on the West Coast um and I came here to you know pursue a career in music for you know recording and and playing uh primarily jazz and uh well avant-garde jazz and and, and various other styles okay. within the jazz genre right um I was actually recommended Times Square Church by uh, the worship leader at my church in Portland. Okay. Uh, right before I left to come to New York, I asked him, well, do you know any of any churches in New York that I can attend? Mm-hmm. And he said, uh, well, there's Brooklyn Tab and say- there's Times Square <laughs> Church. <laughs> and and I lived, when I moved to New York, I lived in uh, Washington Heights, uh-huh. so it was a shorter commute to come to Times Square Church, so I guess here I am. But I think uh, it was funny, because I, I remember when he told me Times Square Church, I was like, Times Square Church? You know, like, I thought of this little kind of, like, outpost, you know, missionary station. I, I didn't, I, I had no clue. Cool. <laughs> I mean, I knew, I knew who David, David Wilkerson was, but I didn't realize he was affiliated, so I had this totally... uh Different and wrong concept of what Times Square Church was until sure. of course I walked in and so i, I attended here for uh, several years just coming in and God really uh used this church in attending here to bring me back to him in a closer way i you know from from getting saved to um, to really I think that my walk uh, with the lord has is a, has a lot and a lot to do with me attending here and just sitting under the word and 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 then of course when I got to join the band and play in the music ministry that's been even more of a tremendous spiritual and musical blessing.
0: Yeah, we'll talk about that in just yeah. a minute. How about you, Yuli? How did you get to TSC? Uh,
1: actually,
2: I was uh, I got saved in uh, '09 in, in summer '09. Mm-hmm. And uh, conference, my wife and I we become, we wanted to become uh, millionaires and. Uh, Go who ahead. went to this conference of uh, like a, a, a what do you call this? Like the the network marketing companies. Oh yeah, the pyramid scheme people. Yeah, well, it's not a pyramid scheme, huh? I'm not <laughs> in there anymore. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> okay, all right. But anyway, they were they, they, we went to a conference and they were uh, they opened the conference in prayer, yeah. and they were uh, Christian people there. And uh, anyway, to make a long story short, we got saved there. Oh, It was on Sunday after the conference. There was a service, and we went to the altar, and we got saved, and then we were looking for a church in in New York when we came back. And uh, I talked to a guy on the telephone, and he told me about Times Square Church. Mm -hmm. Actually, I wanted to sell him something, and he told me about Times Square Church. So I came here. Uh, No, I sent my wife first because I was already playing in the other church in, 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 in Brooklyn somewhere and my wife didn't like it it was very loud it was very early the music was really loud it was very wild yeah and she didn't like it and so, so you sent her here to scout out the place yeah 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 scout out the place she came in and that was it she okay. was like she was wow yeah was, most people experience that as soon as they right. walk through the doors it's right. Right.
1: yeah right. your hope was
0: it yeah. that's it right? I,
1: yeah. even even last this last sunday i i had i have to be honest with you, i haven't just gone into a service into the main sanctuary and just observed the the service from the from the lower floor and mm-hmm. and after I don't know how many years of not not being in there on the kind of the other side of the stage so to speak, it, it it was almost like I just walked in for the first time. Just it it is overwhelming to walk into this church. What is that accent
2: I hear from you, Yuli?
1: Mm, it's uh, I'm from Germany. Germany. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. How'd you get
0: to
2: New York City? I came in '07 and. Uh, I was uh, I was a musician at the time, and I had some time and some money, and and I, I stayed in Brooklyn, and I met my wife actually, mm-hmm. and and I invited her back uh, to Germany, and then we got uh, she came with me, and we got engaged there, and and I moved here.
0: Okay, so you came here,
2: got her, went
0: back, and then mm-hmm. came back. That's it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> praise the Lord.
2: <laughs> Amen.
0: I'm interested to know about your
2: hearts as musicians, and your heart for God as musicians. For me, it's pretty simple. It's when I when I came here in uh, '09 in September '09, uh, I was at a point where we at various times in my career as a musician, which wasn't very successful. I sold my instruments and I wanted to stop. Right and at that point little i don't know exactly when but in '09, i had to, again to sell like my instruments my my selmer which bought a lot of money and and uh, to pay the rent because we were like with our getting rich and stuff it didn't work out so again i was like mm-hmm. and uh, coming back to that i was really putting in in the hands of of the Lord, I was like, Lord, if you want me to, if you want me to to play for you, if you if you, if you care about that skill, which mm-hmm. I totally felt inadequate and and all these things, then you know provide provide for an instrument, and and he did, mm-hmm. he did actually. Uh, if, when I auditioned with Greg, I, I didn't have a, I had an alto saxophone which I, I didn't really play, and I didn't have a, I didn't have an instrument, and before I came into to to start playing here. I actually the Lord provided literally an, an instrument for me. Okay, so the Lord provided an instrument for yeah. you. Yeah. And the
0: Lord does do things like that. Yeah. But what about you and your heart?
2: Well, I always I always felt um when when I grew up, I grew up uh in the church and I I felt like I felt closeness to to God when I was a little boy. And then throughout when i was like 10 or 12 i i I totally i got disappointed and i totally turned my back to the lord Mm. and what he really did coming to times Square church getting saved first and then here in this church where i grew in the lord he really restored me step by step he restored my heart Mm. he restored that i felt that i have that gift of music where I feel, you know, I, I don't feel like I'm a very rounded musician or anything, but that gift that, that he gave me, I offered it to him, and 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 that's all. That's it. And he used it from there. Yeah. How
0: about mm-hmm. you, Andrew? Do you understand what I'm saying when I say yeah. your heart for the Lord as a musician?
1: Yeah, I mean, for, I guess for me, I, I also have a similar story to Ulrich in the sense that I grew up in the church. I grew up playing trumpet, Um music in the church but uh i kind of did the prodigal son thing i i took the musical skill and the talent that i did have i wanted to pursue it for myself i've got a degree in music i wanted to pursue a career in music and Mm. and um coming to new york and coming to times square church uh there was a, a a process you know i came to new york i started rubbing shoulders with uh, the people I wanted to rub shoulders with, I started pl- you know playing with certain people and how'd that work out? It didn't, you know. Um, you know why? Because I saw the I saw their lives, I saw the the and uh, you know I, I won't mention any names because you know it's not important. But I I, I saw people who who I own CDs of. I was friends with them now, mm-hmm. and I looked at their life and their lives were miserable. Mm-hmm. That didn't and seem
0: so big, huh?
1: Yeah. And, you know, and, and so, I, you know, I had to make, you know, some practical choices as far as career move. But also, I think for me, what it what it boiled down to is that God wanted me to surrender it all. So I came to the point at, um, about six months before I started playing in the worship band here where I gave up the trumpet completely. I laid it down everything really and I said you know what God because there was was just this strong conviction and to walk away and everything so I just said I just went extreme I said okay fine I'm done Mm -hmm. and no and I started working in the IT field and then I think that that's when God said okay now that you've surrendered it all now I will restore it and I will give it back to you Mm -hmm. the way I meant it for you to be Mm -hmm. and coming and playing here As far as my heart is concerned, the way I view it now is that playing for the Lord and playing music for the Lord and playing my instrument for him is the highest honor. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't care what club there is. I don't care what gig you play. There's no higher gig. There's no higher honor than to come to play for the King Jesus Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. his audience, you know, to play for his audience and to glorify his name. I mean, how can I do that and then go back out and play? anywhere else yeah. yeah it's it's you know so for me that's god has you know led me to lay it down and then he restored it to me the way it was meant to be all along
0: The state of heart. Understand, you have a heart for new believers, Andrew.
1: Yes. Tell me about that. Um, You know, about I guess about six or seven months ago, the Lord uh, laid it on my heart to go back and attend new believers. Um, It was last summer. Yeah. Because when I first came to the church, I never fully finished the class because I started playing in the band. And so for schedule reasons and whatever, I never completed the full 10-week cycle. So the Lord said, you know what, go back and finish what you started. Mm-hmm. So I went back and uh, I finished New Believers. And during that process, I developed this just love for being there. And, you know, in the past six months or so, uh, God really spoke to me uh, about going and being a facilitator there. And so I, now I'm I'm going on Friday nights and playing in the worship team there. There's just about three or four of us who are, I think, five of us who play. And then I, I'm training still to be uh, what they call a facilitator, uh, which is basically leading small groups and just discussing and, and talking about Jesus, which mm-hmm. I, I'm really enjoying.
0: Why do you enjoy it so much,
1: though? Um, I enjoy it because I see lives being transformed. Mm-hmm. You know, you have these infant Christians who come in disheveled. They look maybe not the greatest and they have a lot of questions and a lot of them are not, and i say ignorant in a in a in a they no, they're not they, they, understand you know understand. what i mean by sure they, they have a lot of sincere questions about who jesus is mm-hmm. about what it means to be a christian and i i consider it such an honor to be you know asked by god to be able to be there to help them and 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 give them any sort of um you know i don't know uh service uh, or spiritual spiritual advice from experience yeah with a little experience i have and 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 i I tell you i even commented to one of the other facilitators there's a one of the guys in my small group from the in five weeks i mean i saw the guy transform Hmm. i mean he came in one way and he left out to new believers he looked different and i mean that's incredible yeah Yeah. it's it's awesome so it is awesome isn't it yeah Yeah.
2: yuli
0: Hmm. i understand you just got back from a missions trip
2: yeah, yeah. We Tell
0: went, me about that.
2: We went to uh, to Alabama, and uh, it was great. He's smiling. <laughs> 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 it must have
0: been great. Uh, did you participate in the worship down there?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we you know it was like typical Tom Square Church. Like like what I feel like Greg the way he, the phone rang on, at work and I was like asked like two or three days before. <laughs> You want to go to? You know, yeah. Like, <laughs> Spur of the moment, of what, spontaneity. Exactly. Okay, <laughs> let's go. So uh, it was. It was just awesome. I mean, when you
0: went down there, is this your first mission trip? Uh, second. Second. Where else did you go? Uh, Greece last year. Oh, you been to Greece. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm.
2: Did you have a chance to use your gift out there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, uh, I, I played. Um, I played there, and I played in. In. Uh, I don't know. I. I, I just uh, feel that. Um, I feel called to this kind of work, like going out and and standing like in the first line of battle or something. That's what I feel a lot of times. Mm. The worship team is sure the Levites. I I love that. I love that that you know like, I just told Andrew like down when we were meeting up before we went up here that, you know I I'm, I don't feel like I'm a I know I'm not a well-rounded musician. The only I feel the only gift God gave me is the, the, the like the gift of the spirit, mm. and and in that he's i feel uh, i feel grateful for he's using me in that way and that's when we go down there i don't know it's just it's like a battle like a spiritual battle and Mm -hmm. we go in there and it was a great unity Mm -hmm. and that's another thing that's on my heart that really i experienced with andrew being up there i mean he was there before me and you know really getting in 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 unity with the band also in Alabama there was a great unity mm. and that really that's what we learn here what's the teaching here at the school is like when unity is there that's really when <coughs> the spirit can operate
0: question sure now the trumpet is in scripture so Andrew plays the trumpet has anybody ever come up to you and
2: say look the sax is not in scripture have they given you a hard time about that no but you know I'm not I'm a I'm a baby Christian man I'm like I'm just I'm like I, I just got saved not even two years ago so you know it's I don't I don't I don't you know I'm not involved in all this so I'm I'm, I'm glad. You know, you, <laughs> Yuli, you keep saying
0: you're not a well-rounded musician, but, I mean, God takes the foolish things and confounds the wise. Not calling you foolish. No, 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 but, but I, I agree on that. I mean, that's what he does. That's yeah. what he does. He, that's does, yeah. what he that does so Absolutely. well. Absolutely. And we just put ourselves on the back burner
2: and in the same time like what Andrew said when he was ready to lay down it was the same story like from another ankle but what I told you before when I started here I was like I didn't even have, have an instrument so it was like Lord if you want me to mm-hmm. then you gotta and if you don't you know I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be here sure I yeah. wouldn't play here I mean I would be somewhere else in, the, in within Times Square Church but I wouldn't be yeah. here mm-hmm. as a musician
0: when you are playing on stage is it always kind of a, a scripted That is to say, is the music always laid out for you and you kind of follow an ABC thing?
2: Always, always. Everything is scripted
1: out. See, that's that that sarcasm from Germany. I know that.
0: And and, and I ask you that question kind of knowing the answer myself.
1: Um, No, absolutely not. Right. What do you
0: do? I mean, do you follow the Holy Spirit or do you follow the worship leader up there?
1: Well, following the worship leader is following the Holy Spirit okay you know um there's absolutely you know you have to be under authority, you know so we are as the horn section, I feel our vision is to add the icing on top of the cake, yeah. so to speak yeah. no we're not there we're not a drummer we're not a bass we're not a bass player we're not the fundamental uh part of the band you know we we are expendable. You know, in in the natural sense, you know, we we don't need to be there to hold up the music. Um, but that being said, uh, I feel that you know what the horns. What we do basically is we just try to um, in any way we can contribute to uh, the to the worship. Uh, like I pray every every Sunday I come in, and my prayer is that in some small way, Lord, can can the horns exalt Jesus more. In some way, maybe a note that we play will lead someone in their worship to give you more glory. Mm. And and even maybe if it's a mistake, you know, I I, to be honest with you, I mean, when I first came here, I was like getting down on myself about making mistakes and flubbing up notes. But after a while, I said, you know what? Maybe my mistake is blessing somebody out there. I don't know. In some way, I, I like you said, the foolish things can yeah. confound the wise. Yeah. Maybe somebody got blessed and exalted Jesus because I made a mistake. So so be it. You know, not to, not to say I'm, I'm purposely making mistakes, but uh, yeah, you yeah. Know. Gr- Trust me, Greg Thomas is
0: listening to this, so you clean it up now, pal. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, we we don't follow any sort of rigid. Um, structure we follow the worship leader and where they lead the where li- they lead the service mm-hmm. and then as far as the uh, the microcosm of the horns uh we kind of had developed over the years and i have to give credit credit to the previous uh leader of the horns greg tardy he kind of uh paved the way for us in developing this sort of system of ha- little hand cues and uh and a lot of the some of the licks that we play uh, you know every, you know we don 't reinvent the wheel every Sunday we right. have certain things that we we just kind of fall into, and that 's okay mm-hmm. you know there 's nothing wrong with that yeah. um, so you know I, I I played underneath greg for for a while, and i I kind of learned from him and then he he left and and he 's moved to a different state and then I kind of was took up the reins a little bit and then ulrich and so i 've been trying to and I was doing that for a while, so yeah. Okay. Yeah.
3: Okay.
0: Tell you what, we're gonna do, guys. We're gonna take a quick break. I see you got your horns here. You got sax over there. We got a trumpet over there. Did you bring an extra mouthpiece for me? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> get out of here! I'm not gonna play that <laughs> I, horn. I have an extra one. <laughs> <laughs> well, we gotta come back when to get you to play the horn a little bit. We're gonna talk a little bit about your salvation experience. Well, how you really came to the Lord. What you were like before you came. Well, you don't have to go into detail, but we're going to find out a little bit about that. Is that okay? Yes. All right. We've got Andrew Hoagland and Yuli Rice on Music With a Mission. We'll be right back.
3: is incredible God is with you God is aware of your struggle. God is ready to forgive God is powerful God is your friend God is a good listener God is for you God is willing to help God
2: is and always will be God
3: is able to protect
2: God is good God is power to change God is
3: God is Jesus God is here God is the one who loves you God is merciful God is a
2: husband to the widow. God is the one with
3: your
0: hands God
1: is there when no one else is
0: TSC Music Radio where God is. This is Carter Conlin from Times Square Church in New York City. The Bible tells a story of a ship at sea. Now this ship was caught in a sudden and a very severe storm. The passengers and crew attempted to bail themselves out. But when they realized that their best efforts could not save them, they panicked. At that point they began to throw everything of former value overboard. They threw away the things that mattered most and then became overwhelmed by both fear and despair. There was a man on that ship who chose to talk to God. His name was Paul. And in the middle of a violent storm, he found peace. His peace was so great that he was able to bring hope and direction to others also. Are you feeling overwhelmed? Why not talk to God? It's time to pray.
2: To find a prayer meeting in your area, visit nycprayer.org.
0: TSC Music Radio's music with a mission, and we are back with our guest Andrew Hoagland and Yuli Rice. Andrew plays the trumpet, Yuli plays the sax. I'm enjoying talking to you guys. Uh, good stuff. Good stuff. Wanted to talk to you a bit about your salvation experience.
2: What were the circumstances that
0: led you to the Lord?
2: Uh for me, it was. Uh... I believe it was gradually over the years that I was, I was. Uh, I said earlier that I was turning away from the Lord when I was like around 10 or 12. Yeah. Well, and you were a kid. Then, you know. I was, uh, yeah, but I, I, the God was very real for me when I was a kid. It was okay. not just like going to church, you know, it was very real. I would speak to him, you know, run, when I was outside, I used to be a lot outside. We had like youth camps, like Catholic youth camps oh, okay. and stuff so like that. Oh, okay, so you were very involved a even, even, a, even yeah, as a yeah. child. Okay. Yeah, and then I was an altar boy. And But it was, you know, I, I really I really felt God is real, you know, the, the spirit of God is real. So you know? what brought you back? Uh, it was, as I said, gradually, I turned my back, and then there was a void, and that void was like over the years, like that was almost like 12 to 40 almost, that's almost 30 years, that's mm. a big void, mm. and I felt like... Uh, what brought me back is really like that. More and more people, I, I was like very in, in in a sinful lifestyle, and I was getting more into like I was seeking spiritual things, but they were not of the living God. Mm-hmm. They were, you know, that, as the Bible says, there are many gods, you know, but there's only one living God. God. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and there's access only through Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. and and that's really something that's still, you know, growing on me. The reality of that uh, right now, you know, since since I've been saved. And uh, it's it's really like a gradual thing that people started to die. I was involved with. They died like right before my eyes, like people I was I was uh, in a relationship. <coughs> so it was like it was very. It was very you know it was very serious. I mean, and and I was seeking. I was seeking. I was seeking, and I kept seeking, and 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 I just didn't find anything. And then when I came here, and I believe in Europe, I wouldn't I wouldn't have found the Lord because in Europe it's very the church is very dead it's aloof yeah it's very very and and yeah I thank God that that I came here I thank God for my wife my wife is her grandfather and grandmother survived the holocaust Mm. and actually we just found out a couple weeks back that he was in three different camps really and uh, so I really feel like the Lord is and we just had a daughter and I see that God is, like, restoring every part of my life. Uh, mm-hmm. I fathered a son earlier in, 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 in the 90s. And, and that almost, like, tore my heart apart, that I wasn't a father for him. And I, was, I tried to do everything in my own strength, and nothing worked. Mm-hmm. And now God is really restoring every part of my life, like, having a family, uh, 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 being a father, uh, all these things. And, and he's so faithful. Like, everything he says he does, he, he does he really does mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's amazing praise the lord god is good so
0: the void just led you back even after 30 years and he has
2: restored and renewed you he, he he's it's a process he's he's doing that mm. step by step and 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 i really i'm so glad and, and so grateful that i'm here in times Square church where it's like and because i felt from the very beginning and sometimes we talked with andrew about it i have a strong strive like i want to i don't I don't want to be one of those like sit on the couch potato kind of Christians. You know, and, okay, I'm saved. You know, I, I I want to do something, but at the same time, I feel the Lord right now in this season. He's really like, he's like putting his hand on my shoulder and saying like, calm down, you know, you you you're doing, you know, focus on the little things. You don't have to save the world for me, or, or mm-hmm. you know, just just uh, yeah. And that's what's happening right now. Yeah. That's great. That's
0: really great. Yeah. Andrew, how about you? What were the circumstances that
1: led you to the Lord? Um, this is actually an, an, an interesting thing for me because I, I had a, recently had a revelation about my salvation. Um, I grew up in the church. I grew up playing trumpet in the church. From, mm-hmm. um, I come from a Christian family. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can say the same as Ulrich, that I, I knew the things of God. I knew about God. I believed that the Bible was true. I defended the Bible. Um, but much like Ulrich, I, I backslid or I went away from God d- due to circumstances that happened in the church that I grew up in. And um, throughout high school and, and college, started getting involved in drinking, uh, doing drugs, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and partying, and definitely not walking with the Lord. Uh, it was at the end of my um, senior year of college, uh, 2001, um, I had befriended a a girl who w- was a christian mm-hmm. and she w- she was also a musician and uh and it was during that time that i was i just became sick of the life I became sick of everything you know that I had just lived mm-hmm. and I was fed up. And one day I just, I was in, I was in the living room and I just broke down crying. I was like, I don't want, I don't want this anymore. And I really felt, I, I, for me, I feel that up until that time I had the conviction of the Holy Spirit on me. Yeah. You know, the, it, I remember one time I was at a party and, um, I was drunk yeah. and I was talking to one of my friends who's an atheist and I started arguing with him about the Bible. And I was defending the Bible. I was saying, no, this, da, da, da. and And eventually he just looked at me and he said, what are you talking about? Look at you. You're drunk. You're high. And, you, look, you know, you're defending the Bible. And with that, he shut me up. And I can tell you, I walked home that night, I would cry my eyes out. I even remember going late in my bed and pulling out the Bible, dusted it off, and read it at, like, 3 in the morning. I yeah. was like, God. And so it was that process of, I think, for me, it was just a matter of, you know, once again, just getting sick, you know, um, of of that lifestyle. And then, same as Ulrich, you know, when I, when I made that decision, it wasn't like the next day I had this glorious and I've been perfect ever since. No, it's been a process, you know, of... Of you know walking and turning away from sin and and I can tell you that two two major events in my Christian life since I've been a Christian um, has and I, I'm not going to develop any sort of doctrinal statement here but okay. for me getting water baptized was significant.
0: Why? I don't. I can't tell you why. Because, you know, people always say that's just an outward, yeah. symbolic thing.
1: Absolutely, and, and I it, agree with that. But, but for it had me a profound effect on you? It had a practical effect on me. I see. Sin went away from me the, the day after I got water baptized. Really? And I can't, I, I'm not going to tell you that, you know, that's just my personal experience. You know, uh, you know um, all of those things that, that maybe I was struggling with, they, they just no longer had an appeal to me. Oh. And so I don't know if there there was some sort of work of the Holy Spirit that happened there. Obviously, but just yeah. to append to this story, so I had this—I always had a question in my mind up until literally two months ago when I was really saved. I wasn't one of those Nikki Cruz stories where I—you you know—I know, like knew the day and the hour. Sure, I, because I grew up in the church. I had this ambiguity in my mind, mm-hmm. and so one Sunday morning I was here um, worshiping and just in the congregation, yeah. and we started playing that song. Take Me Back by Andre Crouch. And I was, Lord, I just said to the Lord, take me back. I want to know when I got saved. I I, I don't want to have a confusion about it. And what he told me I didn't like, but he said that the day I got saved was the day. um, It wasn't when I was little. It wasn't growing up in church. The day I got saved was the day at the end of my senior year when i broke down and i cried and i turned my life to him mm. that was my salvation experience that okay. was actually when i passed from death to life and mm. became a christian mm-hmm. and i can tell you after analyzing that in, in my mind and looking at my life i agree with that because before that even though i had the conviction of the spirit um i didn't i didn't have i, I can just look at my heart and know i wasn't a christian up until that point
0: it's interesting andrew in your story when you were drunk you know, people have done that. I think i I think point. I'm guilty of that too. And I, <laughs> I'm not the only one. Okay, yeah. <laughs> oh, please. And you know, and you realize that you know the Holy Spirit is still working in you. Yeah. Even though you're not faithful to Him, He's faithful to you. Uh, what would you suggest to someone who is experiencing an addiction like that?
1: Well, um, I I I've come to believe in in. I what this church believes is that the power to overcome sin can only be done uh, through the Holy Spirit, um, through faith in Jesus Christ and through the, 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 oh, the working of the Holy Spirit within you that I, I can't tell tell anybody a formula of how to seven steps to not be addicted to drugs or pornography. Right. I, I, there isn't right the, the formula is the same that was in back in the cross and the switchblade just. The Holy Spirit, you know, the power of the Holy Spirit to overcome sin, and uh, my, so that that would be my advice: is to to um, same as always, cry out to Jesus, ask for the Holy Spirit, ask for the baptism baptism of the Holy Spirit.
2: And and I think then after that, it's really important to have some group of believers like Times Square Church that take the word seriously. They're not, they don't fool around. You, mm-hmm. yeah. They're not perfect, but you see the sincerity and the and and you know there's an order. That's really for me. That's one of the things I'm I'm, I'm still learning that there's an order. Mm-hmm. And and that's that maybe leads to to what what Andrew was speaking to me earlier, like the order in the early church. You know, God is revealing so many things, I believe, to people here in Times Square Church that He's not revealing to other believers. And that's not said in arrogance, but that's due to the leading of the Holy Spirit and following this order. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Does the Holy Spirit ever yeah. lead you in playing your instruments? Yeah, last, uh, have you been at the memorial service, uh, on last Saturday, I wasn't there. I saw it online. Yeah, last Saturday, I, f- I felt strongly. I don't know. I hope he he doesn't say anything else. But I felt strongly that <laughs> <laughs> he's he's laughing. He's like, hey, I felt it too. <laughs> when when we were playing there, I don't I don't know. First of all, I have to confess, I don't know any of the songs. I don't know any of the the titles. I don't know any of the. I don't know anything. It's you mean just during a, the memorial service? Yeah, most most of the time when I'm when I'm playing. Okay. So it's I'm really relying strongly on the Holy Spirit. And as uh, Harry can witness to. And uh, actually, <laughs> on that Saturday, there was a, a moment we played uh, like a chorus or a verse, and just the horns played together, or we two, and it was on Sunday. Sorry, it was on Sunday morning service, and yeah. and I felt so strong. It was just the spirit. It was, it was hmm. just like, oh, it was so strong. It was oh. so strong. It's This last Sunday
1: was glorious. Yeah. and I, It's for us. It yeah. was really a wonderful time in in, in the spirit, yeah. He yeah. leads concur. you too, huh? Absolutely, you know, I I would say that the Holy—it's not some sort of mystical religious experience, you know. And I'm just got tingling in my body, and and I'm not—I feel you know and I'm then, out of the and body. Then you levitate, no, right? no, 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 it's practical, it's real. Yeah, you know that that you know we would have um, love, joy, and a sound mind. I, I that idea of a sound mind, and and I believe that God gives that too, you know. So I the Holy Spirit for me is is it's it's spiritual, but it's also It's also a practical thing that that it's outworking through...
2: Makes you hit the right keys, you know? He makes you hit the right keys, you
1: know? (laughs) Yeah, and even if you don't, that's okay. Yeah, 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 as he stated, that's okay too. No, no, because
2: he muffles the microphone or some some stuff.
0: (laughs) We got those instruments over there. We're going to get you to play those instruments too. Um, Tell you what, we're going to take one more break. And are you guys up for this? Yeah. I think the Holy Spirit is leading now. Yes. Okay, good. (laughs) Because we don't want to go, we don't want to do anything outside of the Holy Spirit. And um, we're going to take a quick break right now. And when we come back, we're going to hear Yuli Rice and Andrew Hogan on Music with a Mission, live. Stay with us.
2: Come join us July 20th through the 31st in the final construction phase of a new outreach center and cafe in a small town 60 miles south of Kiev, Ukraine. Experience with electrical, plumbing, flooring, woodwork, and or painting is essential. The team will work alongside the local church and missionary community. There will be plenty of opportunities to experience true Ukrainian culture, meet local officials, and shine for Christ in a town where God is opening many doors. For more information, visit brickthink.org.
0: TSC Music Radio's Music with a Mission. I'm Derek Davis, and we are back having a great conversation with Andrew Hogland, the trumpeter, and Yuli Rice, the saxophonist. And uh, as promised, y- yeah, you guys said you're going to give us a live rendition of what you do. Can you kind of first kind of explain to us how you do what you do?
1: Uh, yeah. As I previously mentioned, we have a, uh, we don't have any sort of book we don't have any, especially for the worship music. The, right. the worship period, right. uh, we don't, we have no charts. There's nothing written. Uh, we we have developed a system of cues. Uh, it's, you know, very few little hand cues that we'll will give. Uh, a lot of times, what will happen is that um, whoever's leading the horn section at the time. Uh, so if it's if it's me in the in the case, I will think of a line uh-huh. of a lick, yeah. and I will off mic play it. For the other horn players to hear it before we play it, so you know if if we're on bar four, I'll be like, okay, you know, on bar on bar eight going into the next verse or whatever, I'll play them a little lick. They have to in that four bars figure out what I just played to them, and then and then I'll cue it, and then, we, and then we play it. It's all fed live to them right at the moment.
0: Okay, I'm sure what you just said makes a lot of sense to you, uh-huh. but it sounded like a Rubik's Cube <laughs> or something to me. Okay. so, so uh, And I'm sure a lot of listeners out there feel the same way. So okay. we're going to get you and plus they can't see the hand signals anyway, because right. this is radio. Right, right. So uh, <laughs> we're going to get you to get up right now, pick up that trumpet, Andrew, pick up that sax Julie, and we're going to play a track for you. And then you're going to do what you just said you do to the track. Okay. Is that okay? Perfect. You ready, Uli?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. We've got Yuli Rice, Andrew Hoagland, the trumpeter, and the saxophonist on Music With a Mission. <laughs> and we are back. Uh, That's good. That's great stuff. But it seems like you guys are so in sync. Do you ever, like, get hand cues and things mixed up and, like, hey, no, don't do that, and you're on the wrong spot kind of thing? Yes. You
1: do? Yes. What happens when you do that? What happens then? Uh, you know, we, we, we move on, you know? Okay. It, you know.
0: In other words, you don't take your trumpet and, like, kind of...
1: Bash it against the stand, <laughs> <though>. <laughs> <laughs> Praise the Lord for that.
0: <laughs> you guys are really, really great. God is using you on a magnificent way. Andrew Hoagland, Yuli Rice. Just before you go, any hopes for the future?
1: What, like having more kids? What do you mean? Like, no, musically. <laughs> musically. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm open to where God leads me. Um, my, my hope for the future is that God gives me um, a song in the sense of not so much playing my instrument but writing oh, um okay you know i have written song songs and music in the past and done scores and everything but um that's something i've also kind of laid down to to the lord and i think i'm in the process now of just finding out how to do that the right way okay um, so my my hope for the future would be that that i can you know express myself and my love for him through writing
2: and yeah, for me it's uh i think to learn worship worship music like properly because like right now i'm totally relying on the holy spirit and everything i do and it's great i love it but uh i would like to or the lord actually is, is showing me like in the last couple of days you know you can you can really learn that too you know and dedicate that instead of you know uh digging out all jazz transcriptions or learning jazz songs again you know learn learn worship songs you Mm -hmm, know mm -hmm. learn lyrics you know
0: sure sure yeah well i pray that god takes you to exactly where he wants you to go uh yuli rice andrew hoagland take us out with a little something huh
1: okay i think we're gonna do um uh, an old hymn
0: nice draw me near oh perfect perfect thanks again for being on music with a mission
2: thank you for having us
0: Julie Rice on the sax, Andrew Hoagland on the trumpet. And if you'd like to hear both of these brothers, good brothers, come see us at TSC, Times Square Church, and they'll be in the praise and worship section, giving honor to God. Take joy, my King, and what you hear, and let it be a sweet sound in your ear. We sincerely hope and pray that this podcast is a sweet sound in your ear. By the way, we do want to hear what you think about Music by the Mission. We want your tips, hints, questions, and suggestions. Email your comments to music at or check out TSC Music on Facebook and Twitter. And, of course, visit the website, www.tscnyc.org slash music. Portions of music in this podcast provided by TSC Music, produced by the director of TSC Music, Greg Thomas, mixed and engineered by Harry Vaughn, and special administrative assistance from Jessica Carrasco. Remember, if ever we put the messenger before the message, we have failed to present an unblemished gospel. I'm Derek Davis. Join us next time on Music with
3: a Mission.